A succession of courts, including the High Court, have previously found the parents and the eldest child are not refugees and do not qualify for Australia's protection. Are you able to briefly explain why? Um, I'm not a lawyer. I'm an advocate, but what I do know is um, it's confusing to people, but the courts have no power to decide if someone's a refugee or not. The process is that a bureaucrat uh, does an interview and makes a decision at the beginning, primary interview. If the, they say that the person does not engage Australia's protection obligations and is not a refugee, the person then has a right, like any of us, to appeal against a bureaucratic decision. So, in the past, they would go to the RRT. The RRT's been RRT, a, a refugee review tribunal. Yep. Um, now there's a, a, another tribunal um, that is actually stacked with um, ex-liberal uh, politicians, not lawyers. So the person has the right to then have an, um, a review of the decision there. If that decision um, is negative again, there is one last right, and that is to go to the court to have the decision reviewed. But you can only have the decision reviewed if there is um, considered legal error in the decision. If it doesn't have legal error, it's no merited, and that's it. Um, there's another avenue, which is that the minister, people don't realise the immigration minister, has extreme powers. They're non-reviewable, um, they're inalienable, they can make a decision. There is a ministerial power to grant someone a visa based on humanitarian grounds, whatever. So the court is only there to ensure that there is um, uh, legal, uh, that what is being determined has been judicially correct. Uh, not to grant um, those status. Despite being Australian-born, Tharungsia has been deemed as an unauthorised maritime arrival under the Migration Act, which stipulates children of asylum seekers who arrive in the country by boat cannot apply for a visa. Do you have any explanation for that law? Well, yes. Um, we don't have a law that allows children born in the country to get Australian citizenship by right of birth. That doesn't exist in this country. In fact, under the law, a child born of a mother who arrived by boat, who does not have a permanent visa or citizenship, is deemed at the moment of birth to have arrived by boat also. This is a sort of legal nonsense, of course, but the minute the child's head comes out, that child is deemed to be a boat arrival. The father, Nardis, fears his links to Hindu Tamil Tigers insurgents who battled Sri Lanka's majority Buddhist government during the Civil War means he could face persecution if he goes back. According to Article 1 of the 1951 UN Convention, as modified by the 1967 Protocol, 
A refugee is defined as a person who, owing to well-founded fear of being persecuted for reasons of race, religion, nationality, membership of a particular social group or political opinion, is outside the country of his or her nationality. So why is the Tamil family not regarded as being refugees? Well, the long and the short of it is that the Australian government has done a deal with the Sri Lankan government and the Vietnamese governments. And we can very easily return people to those countries. And that is why we are now seeing a large number of people being refused and returned to Sri Lanka and Vietnam. It is a political fix. What I hear from the Tamil community is that the situation in Sri Lanka, uh, especially since the bombing at Easter, is terrible. Everybody's scared of everybody. And you've got Tamils and Sinhalese, you've got Christians and Muslims and Hindus, and there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of repression, the Sri Lankan government has not aimed at reconciliation since the end of the civil war and the Tamils certainly have been targeted. Now, because of the notoriety, we would expect that this family will get through the airport um, and hopefully will go home. We would hope that the father is not detained. But under a Sri Lankan law, it is a crime to leave the country um, without, um, with, not legally. And so the people who've left by boat have, in the first place, committed a crime. What happens is they get held at the airport. They often get transferred to Ngombo prison um, for a couple of days or a couple of weeks. Um, and then they're released. And what happens then is they tell me they are called up to the court and they have to go to court to answer a charge. The court adjourns it. And this goes on every three months the court continually adjourning the cases. In the meantime, the person can't get work, um, is unemployable, and is basically living um, a terrible existence of fear. The other thing that does happen is the white vans operate, and they come to the house and they pick them up and take them away and they disappear into black prisons. And I have met people, I've met men who were sent back from Christmas Island in 2013, 12 and 11, who were subsequently tortured and who have returned to Australia and gone through the whole horrible process again and are now living in Australia. So we don't get it right all the time.